This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Good Friday morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for July 16th, episode 2726, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people. Congratulations. You made it to Freestyle Friday. That means Jamie and Glenn are here to lead you into the weekend with some fun horse talk and some really bad ads on Horses in the Morning. I haven't been so much fun <laughs> with, with the Daily Winnies today. God, I oh, love our no. listeners so much. I oh, love no. our listeners. Oh, no, no, I'm nervous. Hey, we're <laughs> one week away from the first meetup for the road show. One week. I can't believe that. Yes, if you're in the Ocala area or any, we've got people coming from a couple hours, actually. Are you having people like a party at your house? Yes, that's this? what we're doing. The kickoff, the send-off party, we're calling it, is going to be at the house. Uh, we're going to have a barbecue. We will have vegetarian options. Because I do know there's other vegetarians coming. You're not Besides the only me. one, amazingly enough. I know. Um, Weird. So we, we're having a little party here next Saturday, not tomorrow, but the ne- next Saturday night here, the 24th. It'll start at 5 o'clock. If you want to RSVP and come on over, friends, relatives, listeners, we're going to have all kinds of people here. Uh, I think we're going to have 25 or 30, it looks like. So uh, go to Horses in the Morning Facebook page, scroll down, you'll see the Facebook event for it and RSVP there so we know how much food to get. Uh, that would be great, and we'd love to see you here. You get to meet Scooter and Nigel, too. They'll be showing off. Party so, at Glenn's house? Look at right. you. I know. This is, like, huge. I- I'm sorry, but, like, most podcasters don't invite listeners to their home, like you and I do, but, like, <laughs> yeah, that's you're, true. like, free food, baby? Oh, yeah. Well, we figured what a better way to start off this whole adventure than here, and we also had some of our friends in Ocala saying, why is there no meetup in Ocala on this trip? It was like, uh, oh, yeah, maybe we should do that. <laughs> Wasn't my idea, actually. Charlotte, thank you very much for the idea. So we'll be doing that. That's will be our first meetup. And then the week after that, we go. We're two weeks away from leaving on this thing, which is making Jennifer a little nervous, I think. I'm uh, five days away from camping. <laughs> Super excited. <laughs> I think your one week of camping is going to be more thrilling than our five weeks on the road, to be honest. Betty Faye, I am coming <laughs> to your home and I'm not leaving. I hope she has a spare room. She works at the prison, so she could probably find you a place there. <laughs> There's <laughs> so, a room. <laughs> Sure. i get a nice roommate. It'll be fine. Hey, before we start today's show, we don't like to do this on Friday, but I really have no choice because we're off next week. But I did want to mention this, and I couldn't mention it earlier. Um, we One of our sponsors for the road show, and one of our – we figured it out. Our second sponsor ever mm-hmm. on Horse Radio Network was Uncle Jimmy's Products. And you know him from Uncle Jimmy's Hanging Balls, Uncle Jimmy's Licky Things, all those products, the Pecker Wreckers, all of those. Squeezy buns. Squeezy yeah. buns. And we've had him on the show how many times? Dozens. Yeah. Uh, and he's always a great guest. He was always a lot of fun. And he, like so many of our other sponsors, and Jamie will, Jamie will back me up on this, we've become friends with them over the years. You know, there's yeah. Karen from Kentucky Performance Product. There's so many of them that we've become friends with. And Uncle Jimmy was one of those. And I talked to him a couple of weeks ago about staying at his house on the road show. We were supposed to stay there for three nights at his farm. And he was going to teach uh, us mounted shooting because he's a mounted shooter. 
So Jennifer was all excited about that, you know, get to do mounted shooting. I was just excited to shoot guns. So, um, but he said to me, he said, you know, I have to go in for a hernia surgery. I have these hernias, and I don't know how much riding I'm going to be doing when you get here. I, I said, well, I had those two. You should go get them fixed. And next thing I heard was from his son-in-law who helps run the business, Uncle Jimmy's, and he, he had, he had, uh, he got sepsis, sepsis? He got yeah. septic after the operation. When they went in, they found he had cancer in his, I never heard of this, cancer in his appendix. So they took his appendix out and they were going to look into the cancer further, see if it had spread. In the meantime, he got septic and he died a couple days after that. So he went in for a routine surgery and died a few days later, and uh, it was de- devastating for us, uh, devastating for his family and the business and, and the whole thing. Now, the business is going to keep going, um, and, you know, they have that all in place. Matter of fact, his son-in-law who helps run it's a lawyer, so I'm sure that was all set up. And he kept in touch with me the whole time. And like always like happens sometimes, I heard from him on a Sunday. It was Saturday before July 4th, and he said he's getting better, everything looks good, and then he passed away that night. So mm. um, so our our best to the whole Uncle Jimmy family up there, to everybody that works there, um, to our friends who have helped us out for so many years. We're going to miss seeing them on this trip, but we still are going to stop by the warehouse uh, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna do a little video from there, and we're definitely gonna be doing toasts all along the way at the meetups for Uncle Jimmy. He, I asked, do you guys still want to? Sp- I just gotten their check for the sponsorship of the roadshow, and I asked, I asked the son-in-law. I said, do you still want to sponsor? He said, oh yeah, he loved you guys. We still want to mm-hmm. sponsor the roadshow, so they're still doing that. They're sending all kinds of giveaway products, so we'll have. Well, we that. We, we certainly lost a, lost a good one, and I'll tell you right now. He's up there sitting with the good Lord and making him laugh because that guy made you laugh. He was so funny. Such a great guy. So very, very, very sad loss. It is. So our best to them and rest in peace, Uncle Jimmy. On today's show, we learn all about the pet FBI. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing either. Uh, And we also get an Olympic update because the first horses have landed in Tokyo, which made international news. And some really bad ads. We've got all kinds of stuff going on today's show. But first, we have to get to our Daily Winnies. And my Daily Winnie is birthdays, as usual. Happy birthday. Okay, I can't wait. Here we go. Let's hear the names. Let's hear what you're going to do. Okay. that's uh, There's only one I'm not quite sure of. <laughs> Happy birthday to auditors Nan Resch, uh, Elizabeth York, Summer Flynn, Michelle Barr, and to our horse lovers, cruiser, and fellow horse husband, Ray Watts. And now also to Bethany. Who, yeah, Bethany. Is it Seppi? Seepy, sep, seppy, I don't know. I don't know. S-E-P-E. Bethany, you got a Bethany. special happy birthday because I singled you out at the end there because <laughs> of your wonderful name who I have I have never seen that name. So I don't know how to say that. But Bethany, happy Seep. birthday. And and Ray was a fellow horse lovers cruiser yeah. and horse husband, and we're going to see him, I think, on the next cruise too. So happy birthday to Ray. We also have some new auditors. Nina signed up. Didn't have a last name. I didn't 
fake that one. She really didn't put a last name down. And also upping their pledges was Kendra and Kelly. So thank you to them. And also a very happy anniversary to my wife. Uh, today's our anniversary. We're married 33 years. What? Yep. So she's put up with my crap for 33 years, basically what that comes down to. Yeah, 33 years. We I, I, The only reason I know it is there's a plate hanging up in the house that has the date of the wedding on it. So Thank every God. year we have to look at it to see, oh, it's 1988. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a long time. <laughs> for her. Yeah. Not a lot. It seems like yesterday for me. Yeah. 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 And yeah. you still look the same. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So my, my, I've got a string of daily Winnie's here. And the first one goes to the new adopter of Kiss Him Goodbye and the new adopter of Fordham. So Fordham is a little gray, <clears throat> gray roan horse that's here. And the new owner came out and met him and got to hang out with him. And we kind of made a plan for him. And I said, can I, can I go online and post? And this is an adult. This person is older than me. I said, can I go on social media and post that you've adopted him? Let me get your picture with him. And she was like, well, you can, uh, you can post that he's been adopted, but don't put my name or picture on it. And I said, why not? And she goes, well, I haven't told my mom yet. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I will, <laughs> as a grown woman, you can't, okay, that sounds good. I get it. I get you. <laughs> let's see. Also, I would like to give a daily Winnie to, let's go with Lori. Okay, I, mean, I thought you were going to say husband. I, you know, you threw me with mom. Right? <laughs> I mean, my mother. Like, I haven't told my mom yet, so I can't. And, and she's like probably 45, and like, I haven't told my mom yet, so uh, yeah, good good luck. Uh, now, the other, I have a cut, two, two more. One goes to Lori, because if you recall, I posted a video of teaching North, the yearling thoroughbred, how to be clipped. And I just posted the end video where I've got a toothbrush, electric toothbrush on a stick, and I'm using the toothbrush to rub all over so she gets used to vibrations. Well, somebody took offense. Somebody named Kurt took offense. Weird seeing the word teach when in his books and videos, he says, we want those to learn. And that's something they want to do as teaching is force. And, and all these people are like, what? And then Lori comes in and Lori has a, several discussions with him and it ends with Kurt, when you've become a certified Monty Roberts instructor, as Jamie is, you can get back to me for the record. I have read his books and apparently from looking at your post, you were never taught to properly punctuate, nor were you taught manners. <laughs> when somebody takes the trouble to post a video to help other people, it's silly and rude to criticize their semantics. I don't see any criticism from Monty himself over Jamie's choice of words. Bam! My job, don't piss off an auditor. My listeners are loyal dang it i love it lori that made me very happy did anybody now, defend your outfit no 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 <laughs> I, the, the next daily winnie is to mary mary sent me something very interesting um you know when you watch a video on facebook it gives you like related searches underneath so at the end of the video 
there's me with my giant. I, they're the mosquitoes were bad, people. <laughs> and I'm wearing boots and I'm wearing really high. Your diabetes socks. pressure socks. Like, they look like <laughs> compression socks for a diabetic. Like, not kidding. And, uh, so, so anyway, so there's a dog laying on the ground and there's me and then there's a horse. And Mary sent this screenshot of what Facebook algorithm found. And it's the video of me teaching Nord the yearlings are about all the things, blah, blah, blah. And then underneath there's related searches. Dogs is one you can click on. Okay. Cause there's a dog in the video. Horses is a related search you can click on. And the next related search you can click on related to the video is bears. Bears. Do I look like a bear? <laughs> Dogs, horses, and bears. Was there a bear in the background? There's me, Glenn. (laughs) I don't think the socks scream bear, though. I was like, why is that a related search to the video of me with a horse and a dog? Related searches. Explore searches related to this video. Dogs, horses, bears. (laughs) What? Oh, my God. Thanks, Mary. That really made my day. Apparently, the socks were the least of your problems. Yeah, I look like a monster. <laughs> you really need I'll to shave it. every once in a while. Right, like, wow, that's a dog. <laughs> Click that one. There's a horse. Click that one. What is that one over there? That looks like a bear. <laughs> <laughs> this story keeps getting better. You need to post more videos for our show. Yeah, we're currently at over 18,000 views, and um, <laughs> I am wearing knee high compression socks. <laughs> People, if you're going to film something of yourself that possibly, why would I think this would go viral? Why? By the way, I would also like to thank the other people that have said, you know, when the comments were like, try feeding that horse a little more. And my response is she is a yearling thoroughbred. She looks appropriate for her age. Uh, see, and her- the, you can't answer these people, Jamie. You just have to That's stop. That's all I said. That's all I said. And a, and a local eventer went on and watched and wrote in all caps, she is a baby and she looks fine <laughs> thank you patty thank you everybody always said that about our greyhounds when we had them out and about too because they're supposed to look fit not fat and if they would say you should fat... feed your dog why is a greyhound so skinny because greyhounds are skinny because that's what they if are if you have a fat thoroughbred yearling you are going to have ocds and epiphysitis like that is their yeah but they're used to that. seeing those fat quarter horses you know Babies Different topic. <laughs> On that note, we're going to go to our guest, <laughs> which Perfect. which sounds appropriate because it's the pet FBI. So they might be coming out to, after you. The pet They're FBI. looking for the bear that's loose <laughs> on my property. <laughs> we have Leslie Poole coming up, executive director of the pet FBI. And I didn't know what that was either. Jennifer found this one. So let's find out. Well, Leslie, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So, I, I, you know, I said in the introduction that I, ha- I had never heard of the Pet FBI before. This is something that our producer found. And so what is the Pet FBI? Pet FBI, it stands for Pets Found by Internet. And we are a lost pet recovery organization. We were founded in 1998. So we've been around for quite a while. Um, we were started here in Columbus, Ohio, which is where I live. And then we expanded to serve all of the United States and Canada. Um, So we have a a free database. We're a nonprofit organization. So all of our services are free. 
And anybody can go into our system and post a lost or found pet report um, for free of charge. Uh, you can search our database if you want to see lost and found pets in your area. You can sign up for email alerts of lost and found pets. Um, we also have a very extensive knowledge base um, on our website for tips and suggestions. And we have lots of wonderful dedicated volunteers that will give you suggestions and support um, because there is nothing worse than having a lost pet. So this is all kinds of pets? It is. Yes, absolutely. Most of our reports are dogs and cats, but we also get birds and tortoises and horses and um, pigs. So yes, all kinds of pets. I am shocked. I'm looking on here. Uh, I just went and searched our area. We live near Ocala, Florida. And I mm -hmm. went and searched our area, and I'm shocked at how many lost pets there are. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, that happens. Now, we just came through the 4th of July, which is our busiest time of the year. Oh, I bet. Um, fireworks terrify pets, and so we always have a lot of um, lost pets, especially dogs, right after the 4th of July fireworks. So, yeah, so you're looking, um, you're probably seeing quite an increase now because we're still coming through that 4th of July rush. Uh, so how, how, how effective has this been? Have you seen results? Yeah, we do see results. Um, you know, we probably have uh, close to a 40 to 50% reunion rate for dogs is a little less than cats. It is dependent on people updating their reports. So we know it's higher anecdotally. We know it's higher than that because not everybody goes back in and updates their reports after, um, after their pet is back home. So, but we do get a lot of people saying, you know, how grateful they are. Um, a lot of what helps is the email alerts that we send and the potential match alerts. So, for instance, if you post a lost dog in our system, you're going to get all the found dog reports to your inbox in real time. And so a lot of pets are reunited that way as well. How do you afford to keep this up if you're not charging anybody? We, <laughs> well, we are a nonprofit, so everything we do is just thanks to our very generous donors um, who support us with donations and time. And, um, you know, we, we have a lot of really dedicated people who support us. But yeah, we're all run by donations. Jamie lives in Oklahoma. I bet you there's no lost dogs in Oklahoma at all um, in your area. <laughs> just bears. Just, just bears. <laughs> I'm oh, looking bears. here and there's a lost bird in Ocala. Just got, went lost too. Aww. His name is Pretty Boy. I think every parrot has been named Pretty Boy since the history of time. Uh, that it seems to been. be. It's not. They should have been. <laughs> it seems to be the most common name for parrots. But yeah, this would. I, it, it, there, there is dogs. There's cats. There's uh, parrots. I mean, it's Florida, so we tend to lose things here. Yeah. Um, I, you know, <laughs> when I looked at your Facebook page, I love the idea that you have a be prepared. Uh, kind of instructional what you should have if one of your pets goes missing. The packet should include, it says, up-to-date photo with detailed description of your, your pet, uh, the license number, microchip number, contact information of any chip company, address and phone number of the nearest animal control facility, and a link to pet FBI to file a log lost pet report. Now, the, what I would like to say, as far as the pets I found in Oklahoma, I think the best place to start is to freaking put a license on your dog, a call with a name and a phone number. <laughs> That's like, a good start. Start yep. with that. But I do start appreciate, you know, sometimes, yeah. 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 sometimes things happen yeah. and collars come off, I get, but for the most part, like, Absolutely. this is just good information for people too. And there's a whole section on what to do in the fireworks and being prepared. 
it's amazing to me how many pets go missing after fireworks. Like people close the door. Don't let the dog outside and the fireworks. Don't leave your dog outside. Do you do anything with the chips? People. Yeah. Do you do every, anything with the every chips? Year we do this. By the way, do you do you track the chips or do you put the numbers in there? You so, know, do you do anything with that? We we don't record. There are databases that you could go to to search a microchip number. So we don't actually do um, the recording or the registration of microchip numbers. We advocate for everybody getting their pets microchipped, um, and we do um, like in various areas. We'll do microchip clinics. We'll help out with our shelters to make sure they can afford to put microchips um, on their dogs that they're adopting out. Um, so, And we do actually have a group of volunteers called microchip hunters, <laughs> and they will go and track down. Um, there are a lot of re- unregistered microchips. About Only about six out of 10 re- microchips are registered with up-to-date contact information. So we do have volunteers who will track down those unregistered microchips and try to find the owners. Like the real FBI. Exactly. <laughs> so are you getting co- Yeah, yeah, exactly. So are you getting cooperation from the shelters and things like the Humane Society when dogs come in, do they do they know to look at you and have that has that become a thing? We um, we do have great relationships with a lot of our shelters. It just depends on the area. So um, there are just so many shelters out there. So if we're in the area, we, you know, we try to reach out to them and educate them and let them know that we are an option. Um, so, you know, we, we try to foster those relationships as much as possible. And we have great relationships with a lot of municipal shelters. Yeah. Th- you know, I think you, knowledge of this is the key, right? More and more people know about it. They know to look because we didn't know about it. So we wouldn't have known to look here. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, this is great. I, I love what you're doing here. This is terrific. Because Thanks. It's very rewarding to get when you get a lost pet back home. I mean, that's a family member. That's somebody's family member. They are devastated. So, um, you know, being able to return that, help somebody get that pet back is, is amazing. And, and it was started by a retired French professor. Um, is, yes. is that right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Marisa Finelli is our founder. She had a personal experience where she lost a pet and realized that there was no central location to post lost and found pets. And so, you know, she realized that she was going to all of these different areas and it was just so inefficient. Um, and so she decided to do something about it in 1998. You know, that's the, like, the beginnings of the Internet. There weren't a lot of resources out there. Um, and so she, she started her own. And we've been growing ever since. I have a love-hate relationship with uh, French professors because I took French for a lot of years, and I think I flunked it all those years. I never did very well in French, so I don't have a relationship with <laughs> No, my, my, I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I take French and not Spanish is what I always ask myself, you know, years later. It's like, I should have done that. I, my, well, I took Latin. No, oh, I yeah, there, that, we, we use that every day, too. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we chose well in our young it, young You age. use Latin for your budding medical career. That's yeah, what it was. That's right, that's right. That's right. It's still budding. Yeah. Yeah. Still waiting for that. And has the FBI contacted you about using the name FBI? Is that a registered name, by the way? I always wondered about that. It is. We did trademark. Pet FBI is trademarked, yes. Okay, good. So the real yeah, FBI didn't had, come after you and like show the, your door? Nobody came after us. No, we do get some people who contact us thinking we are the actual FBI. Oh, yeah, um, they have a missing oh person. Oh, my God. Please <laughs> tell me a story about somebody who calls you thinking you're the FBI. What do they say? Hey, man, I think my next door neighbor's dealing meth. I need y'all to come on over here and take a look. You're like, we're pets. 
<laughs> right, right. And we get that a lot. Like, oh, my pet was stolen. There's a ring of pet thieves and you need to shut them down and we'll get details. And we're like, well, that's awful. <laughs> Sadly. Um, you should contact the not other FBI. <laughs> yeah, that's other it. FBI. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, this is yeah, great. Uh, it, it is petfbi.org is the website. You can also find them on PetFBI on Facebook. Thanks for doing the work you do. This is really terrific. Thank you so much for letting me talk about it. I appreciate it. All right. Bye, Leslie. Bye-bye. So we have Stolen Horse International, and now we have the Pet FBI. I think that's great. Apparently, it's been around for a long time. I, had you ever heard of it? No, no, but that's how that's how these things become successful is sharing sharing the word, you know. Yeah. And it is it's set up, it's an easy to use website. I mean, everything about it, it's very easy to use. Some of these are difficult to use. This one was set up so well. And I was able to pull up I was able to pull up our county and find and you can pull by date. So I, I pulled the last thirty days and there's there's pages of dogs and cats missing over the last thirty days in just our county. Wow. It's wow. crazy. All right, well, hopefully they find their, their, their owners sometime soon. We are going to talk a little bit about Kentucky Performance Products, but not about their products. It is about the contest they have going on for our listeners. You can win 20% off and free shipping for one year on the supplement of your choice. Now, that doesn't include Equijoule. That's a special one. But you can win 20% off for one year on the supplement of your choice, along with free shipping. And... <coughs> Excuse me. And and you get a box of KPP prizes, a custom leather halter. You get the turbo dry sheet and all kinds of other stuff they stuff in there. And all you have to do is tell us how Kentucky Performance Product Supplements have made a difference in your horse. Go to kppusa.com slash tell us and answer three simple questions. What KPP supplement do you use? Why have you chosen KPP over other brands? And what has that supplement done to help your horse? They've had a lot of entries, but you too can enter. We're going to pick a winner at the end of the month in a couple of weeks. Karen from KPP is going to come on the show and announce the winner here at uh, Horses in the Morning. And you know what? Who doesn't want 20% off of free shipping for a year? So go to kppusa.com slash tell us. And that's where you'll find it. By the way, they sent along, Kentucky Performance Products sent a big box to our house yesterday for the road show. So they're our title sponsor. And for all of you people who are addicted to the chapstick, that can, this is a whole conversation uh, that happened in the auditor room one day, um, that people love their chapstick. If you come to any of the meetups, I'm going to have chapstick along. So we will have chapstick. Plus, you know the stickers that they're doing uh, right now for the seasons? Yes. I will, say, I will make sure you get one of these. Uh, they, ha- they did a Horse Radio Network sticker. Oh, yeah. Save me one of those and a chapstick, please. Yes, because the Horse Radio Network logo is all over the inside of the horse. You know how they're doing that with these stickers. And the yes. only way you can get it is at a meetup. So if you come to one of the meetups, we'll have Horse Radio Network stickers. They are exclusive, only for people to come out. And Jamie's coming out so she can get a sticker. Yes, you can come and meet me. I'll be in Lexington, Kentucky. Let's see what, the night of the 7th? And for the meetup there, so August 7th would be the time. Yep, that'd be great. All right, we have some Olympic news. (music) 
The first horses started arriving in Tokyo yesterday, and this got, I don't know if you noticed, but every news outlet in the world was carrying this. From the New York Times to the Wall Street Journal to the BBC, it got some major press. Apparently, people are really fascinated by flying horses. It's just, it was, it's been all over the place. Uh, it's, Do what? You can put them things <laughs> on an airplane? Yeah. No, come on. The first Olympic horses to arrive were from Europe, 36 horses from Belgium via Dubai to Tokyo on an 18-hour journey. They also transported 12,000 kilograms of feed and 13,500 kilograms of horse equipment. The flight included some of the sports stars, such as Bella Rose, who is Isabel Wirth's horse. So she's the most decorated Olympic equestrian of all time, and she will be there winning more medals. Uh, also, horses underwent a 60-day health surveillance period because they were from Europe, and of course they've had their own horse diseases over there. And then they did a seven-day quarantine before the flight. All of our horses are there and going to be flying over in the next couple of days. And if you want some great posts, go to Boyd Martin's Facebook page. He's been posting what's happening in Germany over there. Uh, in, in addition, the fun stuff, in addition to the training horses stuff. He's been posting some videos and some pictures. Uh, Israel's first Olympic equestrian team will gear up for the trip to Tokyo. It's Ashley Bond, who's been a guest on our show a couple of times in the past. Uh, Elad Yanov and Danielle Waldman will compete. Uh, and also, uh, Daniel Blumen will be a uh, alternate, as I understand it. So, oh, no, I'm sorry. He was barred. Danielle Blumen was supposed to be on the team. And this was kind of controversy over the last week. He was told he was unable to compete because his horse, Gemma, is listed as an American rather than an Israeli. So horses, a lot of people don't realize horses have to have passports, too. And you mm-hmm. have your na- nationality on the horse's passport. And apparently his passport said American, so he couldn't compete on the Israel team. Oh, my gosh. How heartbreaking. He contacted the uh, FEI to try and get it corrected, and the FEI said, nope, sorry. So he couldn't be on the team. Uh, Now, Ashley Bond, who I said was a past guest on this show, is a 36-year-old. She was born a Christian, although her father's Jewish, and uh, and was born in Haifa. So she became an Israeli citizen in 2018. I remember talking to her about that. And she began competing at the age of six and won her first Grand Prix at the age of 16. So she's competing for Israel. And then one of the others, everybody knows her. Her name's Danielle. You've all seen pictures of her. If you were at WEG, she was the sensation there. She is the one that puts all the feathers in her hair. Uh, and she's competing for the team over there, too. Her parents, she grew up in the east, Upper East Side of New York. Her parents uh, were nationally and world-ranked professional squash players. Of all things. Wow. So, yeah, so she's been an Israeli citizen since 2012. And uh, apparently it takes six hours to put those feather extensions in her hair. And she will have them for the Olympics. For I got to tell you that um, just in the world of talking about parents, I got a text message from my father-in-law. And my father-in-law loves to text. He's gotten really good at it. And there are a few that come. He got a, He got something other than the flip phone now. He's Yeah, yeah. He, he's learned now how to text, and he's a big fan. And I got a text message. Jamie, did you know that Bruce Springsteen's daughter <laughs> is going to be in the Olympics and she rides horses? And my response was... You should tune in to a radio podcast that happens <laughs> daily called Horses in the Morning. The girl on there is really knowledgeable and knows a lot of stuff. 
<laughs> did he get the sarcasm? Or? Uh, I believe so. Yes, uh, he did. Okay. All right. His response was, you told me not to listen because you'd be talking about us. So hopefully he didn't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one other story, too, and that is the first Indian equestrian to qualify for the Olympics in 20 years as an inventor named Fuad Mirza. And he's going to competing again for the first one to qualify in 20 years from India, which I was kind of surprised. He won two silver medals at the Asian Games for both individual and team events, and he earned his Olympic quota in 2020. Uh, he's, he's been, riding has been his blood for generations, apparently seven generations back of his family have been horse people. Uh, his great-grandfather was a trainer, and his father was in the 61st Cavalry and commanded the president's bo- royal bodyguard. Uh, his grandfather also played polo for India. So, huge horse history there, and he'll be riding for India. And that's we have the, a lot of people to root for. Yes, there is. there's a lot. we won't see on TV. Yeah, so. exactly, that you won't see anything of. Um, <laughs> but there's a lot <laughs> of interesting stories coming out of this Olympics. So, keep, keep your eye out. They're going to cover, apparently, all the horse sports. You just have to figure out where. And, yeah. Uh, and tune we'll in keep we'll way. keep you up to date. We'll let you know when we know. That's right. Whenever we find out. So that's it for here. I did want to mention that uh, if you want to see that video that Jamie was talking about earlier, you go to your Flyover Farm Facebook page. Yeah, right? search it's- search on Facebook for Flyover Farm. Fly over, well, one word, and then farm. Jamie Jennings, certified Monty Robertson instructor, and you can find it there. Pay it, I say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right. It is time for Really Bad Ads. That time of the week when listeners submit ads from Facebook or Craigslist or someplace like that overseas. And we just have a little bit of fun with them. And and for people who submit, we give away prizes every month. And this month, we have four different prizes that we're going to give away. I have two $50 gift certificates for HRN swag. So hats and shirts and all different kinds of stuff. Mugs that you can get. And we're going to give two of those gift certificates away for people that submit. And what else are we giving away from Horse Lovers? All right, we are doing, uh, it's from Arista, a giveaway of artistic tops and shirts from the Elise Genist Watercolor Artist Series. Combining art and equestrian fashion gives you the most amazing look and the finest in equestrian fashion. Ask me about fashion. I know. Hopefully they have some tall socks you can pick from. Uh, You can also get your choice of tops for up to a retail of $140. And also, they're giving away $150 worth of products from Oak Equestrian, a collection of products designed by people who love to ride. Utilizing their collective experiences in a variety of disciplines, they are proud to bring you quality items you'll love at prices you'll adore. If you're looking for great pieces with cutting-edge style and design without spending a fortune, welcome to Oak Equestrian. From clothing to tack, they have the products for you, and you can pick whatever you want. $150 worth. And I also wanted to mention that Horse Lovers is a sponsor of the Roadshow. And from what I heard, uh, our farm hosts, the people that are putting us up, are getting a little package in the mail. Nice. Horse Lovers, yeah. Pays to be generous. 
Remember, if you submit the ad yourself, if you read it into that little voice memo thing in your phone or you call it in and you submit it, you get double the entries. So oh, people, and we have a lot of them today. <laughs> do we? Oh, that's exciting. We don't have well, to do much work today. It's uh, It's all on them. Well, we got a bunch, including Brooklyn's, but we are not going to have time to get to hers. But let's go ahead and get started with uh, Kimberly sent this one in. And you, it's short and sweet, so it's perfect. It's pretty short. Uh, this is uh, an ad. I don't maybe maybe Facebook. I don't know. Craigslist. 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 OK, uh, it's horse. Fifteen hundred dollars. And then it says horse for sale. S-E-L-L. And that's it. That's all you I'm get. need. A little more information. What more do you want? You want a horse. They have a horse. You don't need it. You know, and, and the location of the horse is in OPP op. So I Googled OPP op to see where that is located. And the only thing I could come up with was the Naughty by Nature song. You down with OPP? Yeah, you know me. <laughs> uh, that's what my Google search led me to. <laughs> and there was more information than that song than about oh, this horse. Ladies. <laughs> you know with OPP? Yeah, you know me. Yeah, Alicia oh, sent the next ladies. one. And I'm going to play it to stop Jamie from singing. <laughs> Hi, my name's Alicia Barden, and I'll be reading a bad ad. This isn't a horse ad, but instead a haunted ad. Okay, I'm going to stop, stop it. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Oh, sends his ads, too. That's her mother. and That is Lorene's daughter, right? Yes, this is Lorene's daughter. I mean, does it sound exactly like her? Do they, not do, do they ever leave the car? The, every ad is in the car. Do <laughs> they, they ever leave the car is my question. They're in like Jersey or something. They just have, they're stuck in traffic all the time. Okay, well, I'll start over because I interrupted her. Man. Hi, my name's Alicia Barden. Hi. I'll be reading a bad ad. This isn't a horse ad, but instead a haunted ad found on Craigslist, of course. The title reads, Decorative Wine Stopper, Not Haunted, $10, located in downtown Brooklyn. And the wine stopper is a carving of a man. Looks like he's screaming with wide eyes. <laughs> and the ad reads, beautiful decorative wine stopper that is 100% certified not to be haunted. I inherited <laughs> this magnificent item after my grandfather died alone of mysterious yet to be resolved circumstances a few years ago. <laughs> Since obtaining possession, I have been riddled with unfortunate luck and my home disturbed with strange noises in the dead of night, all of which has nothing to do with this amazing piece, which I'm sure will be the talk of your next dinner party. It looks to have been handmade by a tormented artist some time ago and features a movable arm, which on occasion appears to become animated all by itself. Certainly not because it may be possessed by some paranormal soul. <laughs> I'd give it away, but need the money to pay for my night terror medication. The symptoms <laughs> of which are in no way connected to my ownership of this gorgeous antique. $10 cash or willing to trade for a session from experienced exorcist. And if you scroll down to the bottom, my favorite part, it says make slash manufacture. Satan, possibly. Thanks for listening. <laughs> have a good weekend. Bye. Oh my God, that's fantastic. <laughs> that's good. Alicia doesn't have the accent of her mother. 
She, uh, I was going to say, she, she has just a, a smidge, teeny bit, just but it's teeny really bit. down. We're breeding it, breeding it out of the generations. She, she finally got to the stoplight. Did you hear that? We hear the turn signal going. We can always tell what they're doing. <laughs> it was well read. That was a good ad. Hopefully, Laureen's driving. I mean, you can't read, record, and I, drive at the I'll same I'll tell time. you what. Did it make you want the wine stopper or not? No, no, I no. Don't keep it. Don't yeah. you put that on me. I don't me, need any more bad luck. <laughs> I don't need that. Now, the next one comes in from Faye, and this is on a Facebook page. It's the Central Georgia Horses for Sale page. Um, and her comment is It's bad enough to live in middle of nowhere, Georgia, but now I can't read these things without hearing the accent in my head. <laughs> And I drove to the middle of nowhere in Georgia on our test road trip for 200 miles. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And 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 the photo would demonstrate perfectly what middle of Georgia equestrianism is all about, which is a photo of a child with their head cut off, uh, riding, I mean, cut off by the picture. It's not actually <laughs> cut off. Um, hey, th- thanks for the clarification. Western in shorts barefoot <laughs> so i mean if that doesn't scream georgia i don't know what does but here you go Faye. you're gonna hear it in the accent because that's how, the way we roll down in the middle of nowhere georgia because this is somebody who says looking to sail my mare eight years old 15 hh clean coggins and vaccinations had feet trimmed recently and has been chiropracted as well is that a thing can you be chiropracted i don't know in georgia <laughs> <laughs> Stands for farrier and to be tacked up, she is not for a beginner as she is quick-footed and lacks to go. She has been started on the pattern and has been hauled to shows, never entered though. Wheel Trail Ride, also located in Cochrane, Georgia, cannot deliver. How much are they asking there, Jamie? They're only asking emoji with three zero 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 so only asking three thousand dollars that's really going to find your way around them uh, algorithms in facebook you know <laughs> you just use emojis instead of numbers yeah. I, I i had to look at that too i love the term quick-footed it makes it sound like that's a good thing what quick-footed actually means glenn is that they bolt yeah exactly they're very their feet are very quick when you don't want them to be she's really stressed sounds, out and antsy and it sounds and like don't. a positive i give this lady credit for that does sound like a positive. I don't know if that does. But next, Olivia sent her own in. Hey, guys. This is Olivia in Oklahoma, and I found a really bad ad on Craigslist for you. Is this the first Oklahoman we had except for you? I, I don't know Olivia, but I would like to. Okay. Just knowing that right. she's in right. Oklahoma. She sounds sweet. Oh, let's finish her ad. It's for you. This one is dedicated to all the chicken lovers out there. It reads, any rooster, $1.00. Come catch one or all, about two months old. Guinea chicks, $4 each. Then it lists the phone number. It says no scammers, no Google codes. And this is just the best part of the whole ad. It says always up for a good trade. Horse, pony, golden retriever, fence, dog crate, chicken run, dog run, goat, sheep, question mark, question mark, question mark. So if you have a horse or a pony or even a golden retriever that you don't want anymore, but you are sure wanting a $1 rooster, 
You can definitely <laughs> trade your animal off to get your $1 rooster. I think it sounds fair. Don't you? <laughs> Bye. Only in Oklahoma. You know, Olivia, here's the thing in Oklahoma. What happens is our roosters, they start out at $1, but they get very valuable later on. So, you know what? If you got a golden retriever puppy that you don't like very much, I'll give you four whole roosters for that puppy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Only in Oklahoma. You know, there's no, a thing I about Florida. Really, there's a thing about Oklahoma, too. This really well-trained, super nice saddle horse outback, and I was really hoping to get a couple roosters. So, <laughs> or guineas, because I love those, too. How many love. roosters do you have left, by the way? I only have one rooster. Oh, good. Just one, and he's a... He's a Write this down, Glenn. He's a Malaysian Sarama, and he is very fancy, and apparently his... He goes, they sell for like $1,500. But my friend had all what? of these chickens at her house. Yes, this is how I got this rooster. It's like five inches tall, Glenn. It is the tiniest little <laughs> It's Google one bite rooster. for that fox that's hanging around. I yeah, I know. I'm so <laughs> death for him, bless his heart. But I was over at a, fr- a friend's house. Well, I was training her horse and I took her horse back and she had all these like ridiculously fancy chickens and roosters. And I was like, oh my God, what is that? I need one. And she's like, I've got four. And they're picking on on one of them if you want it. And I was like, you put it in the car. Like, right. <laughs> so I come home. And I'm like, look what I got. And Chad's like, what is that? I'm like, it's the rooster. He's like, I thought you hated roosters. I'm like, but this one's four inches tall. You know, what I hate about the roosters is the forced nature of what they do. And let me tell you something. My hands ain't gonna put up with a four inch tall <laughs> little man trying to so so it's like peace on earth and he's super cute. So Google my Why Malaysian. do the speaking of the coyotes, why do they never eat the roosters? They always seem uh, to go after the laying hens and never touch the roosters. They watch and they see who are the most popular with me and then they <laughs> they find the ones that I've named. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's those. true. Um but the this one has a name. His name is uh did you Google Malaysian rooster yet? Oh no, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't. it's it's uh, we call him Chesty LaRue. <laughs> His name is Chesty LaRue. I first have so to Malaysian. figure out how to spe- uh, spell uh M A L A Y. Oh, I got it. Let me see. His name is Chesty Little. Oh, they're very fancy little birds, huh? They are. And when they see ladies, they poof their chest up really fast. It is. That's the pictures I'm seeing. I have them all poofed out. (laughs) And he's very fancy. He's like show quality, Glenn. I have a show quality Malaysian rooster down here in Oklahoma, okay? (laughs) I'll set him up to stud $1,500 for a collection. Because he ain't going to get in. Chad, can you go collect this, please? (laughs) Oh, my God. Talk about divorce. Everything equine. Leslie sent this one in. Everything equine Wyoming and Colorado Facebook. Everything Uh, Colorado. uh, And and Wyoming. Together. Aren't they two big states? I'm surprised they don't have their own. Uh, rehoming my four horse straight load. This is our trailer of the week. Rehoming a horse trailer. <laughs> she looks rough, but has a solid frame. Pulls great, good brakes, trailer lights all work. Really? Uh, manger in two in front two spots, storage area below. PM for details, serious inquiries only. If 2000 is too much for a four horse trailer, you are not really in the market. You're not in the market, Glenn. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, I see pictures of this trailer. I am not in the market. 
I really am no. not in the market. <laughs> you know what market. else you're not in the market for is all that free scrap wood that's sitting <laughs> in it. Okay. You well, might get a few splinters trying to clean it out. This is a four horse and it's a rounded front end like we usually get, but it's completely rusted. And I think the reason that you don't see the floor because of all the boards that are on top of it is because that's the floor. Oh. Uh, was the floor and it's no longer the floor and all the boards are just sitting there waiting for you to put them back together like a puzzle. Oh my God. Uh, the other thing idea. is uh, like every other trailer we get, you cannot see the tires because they haven't weed whacked around them. So they're completely no. covered. I don't even know if there is tires. It, I, when you look at camper ads for used campers and RVs, you'll see this ad for this $150,000 driving RV, right? 35 feet. And they take the pictures with all their crap in it. So there's stuff laying all over bed. They take the pictures with stuff all over the couch. The kitchen is cluttered. They're trying to sell their $150,000 RV, and they don't even clean it up before they take the pictures. Well, this one is a $2,000 trailer, and they didn't clean this one out either because they show what's under the major. Oh, there's yeah. an old blanket in there. There's, like, garbage, an old spray bottle, dead rats. <laughs> like, clean it out first. <laughs> Just reach your arm in. And pull that old blanket out. Let's let's. You know, you can ask three hundred dollars or one hundred fifty dollars and not clean it out, but not two thousand. You got to clean no. it out. I expect it to be cleaned. Uh, all right, Jennifer sent in the next one, and she sent it all by herself, so she gets hey, it's double Jennifer Pick from Tennessee. Got another really Sorry, bad. Started a little early there. This is from Tennessee horses, tack, and related activities. Absolutely no punctuation. Absolutely no capitalization. I'm looking for a really good horse, 15 hands or 16 hands, don't matter what color, must be broke. That's it. I wish people would understand that there are lots of disciplines and lots of ways you can ride your horse. Maybe a little more information would be quite helpful. Have a good one. It's one of the people, Jennifer, we want you to send a message to you. Has anybody contacted you yet? Because you're very vague. Very vague. Uh, the next one comes in from Debbie. Debbie, and this is a I, is is this Facebook or I Craigslist? Don't, I don't know. Or what s- this just is. something totally different. Crazy. This is something different. I, yeah, I don't know. Um, and the the title is Quarter Horse Gelding, and this is in Spring Hill, Florida. Glenn, you're welcome. Oh, this is a Craigslist. I think it says it's farm and garden section for sale by owner. <sighs> God bless. There's no punctuation in the whole dang thing. Right. are spelled wrong. <laughs> Good luck with How this can one. you not spell Palomino right, but you spell intermediate right? Come on. <laughs> All right. I have a Palomino gelding. I was told he is about 15, 16. He rides, but only intermediate riders. He is not a beginner horse. He stands about 16 hands. He is a big boy RN. He is being fed three times a day and on alfalfa hay. He is worth way more than I'm asking as I paid more than what, what what I'm asking I have had him a good 23 two three months and rode him a good amount I have two other horses that I'd like to give my complete attention to as I prefer pref prefer pref for mares anyways I might be open to trades depending in what is it text me for more info and picks his name is glaze but you can name him w period e that's the first period is in between <laughs> the word we what e he is a little shy at first and needs to warm up to the letter u and is a little 
shy of the saddle, so I've rode him bareback most of the time. <laughs> this is an unbroke horse right here. This horse is not trained at all. <laughs> <laughs> He's scared of the saddle, but you just go ahead and throw your cell phone up there and yeah, ride it out. Put your Come two-year-old on. up there. <laughs> I'm glad that he's feeding him. I, he I, ain't kid broke, <laughs> but like he's good for intermediate people, but he don't eat the hell out of some food, man. I, I always thought it was interesting that people want to acknowledge that the horse is actually eating. In the, yeah, in the, <laughs> I do feed him. I feed him. When you get here and look at him and he skinnies a rail, I have been feeding him. That's exactly you know what? what that means. He eats all sorts of food. Yes, and including water alfalfa too. hay. Yep. Yeah. Kim, which is cheaper down here than regular hay, to be honest. Um, so Kim sent this one in. Hi, this is Kim in SoCal. This is a Craigslist ad I found while driving to Central California. It's from a Bakersfield Craigslist farm and animals. And if you want to know anything about Bakersfield, all you really need to do is listen to the song Streets of Bakersfield by Buck Owens and Dwight Yoakam. Anyway, the ad reads, too many donkeys. (laughs) Gray Jenny is two years old. Brown is four years old. Extremely friendly, slightly stubborn to lead, but will follow treats. Must go together. Both $2,000. I have lots of questions, including what is the four year old? Is it male or female? Does it need to be gelded? Uh, and it sounds like you'd be better off if you're Willy Wonka owning these animals, but I'm sure. Jamie just loves the fact that these animals are hand-fed treats constantly. And aren't these really zombie donkeys, Glenn? They all are. Thanks for listening. That's correct. (laughs) They're all zombie donkeys. (laughs) All donkeys are zombie donkeys. The zombie donkey that lives next door to us that uses scare the crap out of Nigel every time he rode by has moved. He's gone. So Nigel's nemesis is now gone. (laughs) it's because he's a zombie and he comes out at night (laughs) he's gone he used to run up to the fence and go really loud every time Nigel went by and Nigel jumped he's matured enough (laughs) to where when the sun hits them it's like pain so they have to lurk in the shadows Shadows. (laughs) until it's dark and that's when they come out Mary sent the final one of the day hi you guys this is Mary Calkins in Victoria, Texas And I have a really bad ad. It says, horse for sale, $700 in Bernie, Texas. Drifty is an eight-year-old black gated gray mare. She's about 14.3 hands high. Intermediate or experienced riders only. She rides both English and Western. She also rides bareback. Loads, ties, picks up her feet for farrier, stands for baths, and fly spray. She does have a slightly twisted back leg, but it doesn't affect her in any way. Yes, and it does. Only half vision in her right eye, but it doesn't okay. affect her much. Yes, it does. Email for more info, $700 or best offer, or we'll trade for a rideable mule. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Poor Drifty. <laughs> no soul. No You're soul. Not allowed to have a soul. I feel bad for every one of these horses, but I have to do the shows. You no soul allowed. <laughs> well, that's it for today's uh, really bad ads. We appreciate you hanging around. Jamie can be found where? 
I can be found on my email at jamie at horseradionetwork.com. Also, you can find me on Facebook, Fly Over Farm Jamie Jennings. Just search for that. Um, there. That's where you see all the awesome fashion videos that I post. You're welcome. <laughs> and if you want to follow along on the roadshow, which is coming up, or you want to meet us at a meetup and get some of the swag that we have to hand out, then go to horseradionetwork.com and click on the big banner at the top of the page, and I'll tell you to where all the meetups are and the, the Facebook event pages where you can RS. SVP. We would love to meet you. If if uh, if you see on the little map there that we're coming by, I had a I had a uh, listener reach out this morning. I see you're going to be in our area. We're going to try and the goal is to meet as many as you as we can. So even if we're not doing a meetup and we can still meet with you, we'll give it a try if we can make it happen in the schedule. So you can just reach out to us there too. And hang on, auditors. We'll chat for a minute or two. We don't have much time today, but we will chat for a minute or two after the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Next week we'll have some best ofs for you. Jamie's going camping in a tent <laughs> we'll see I'm who gets, so we'll see who kills who first in that relationship and my guess is t- chad and lucas are going to be in a tent and jamie's going to be at the hotel nearby so <laughs> that's my guess uh and we're going to be getting ready for the trip and then we'll be back the following week everybody. you are so going to hate camping in a tent in the heat you realize tents don't have air conditioning right you know that I bought a tent fan. Good. Battery-powered fan. Good. You're going to need it. I'm like, how much can I Amazon camping gear? You're going to need okay, it. Okay, auditors, you made it to the post show. Remember, this can get a little, well, shitty. So it's not safe for work or the kiddos. Y'all have fun now. So I've seen a bunch of posts going up now from people who bought RVs during COVID and they're posting, we bought an RV, but we really don't, we discovered we don't like camping and it's now for sale. They've had it for like a couple months. Look in the Oklahoma Craigslist page and about two weeks, there's going to be ad for a tent for sale because (laughs) somebody wanted to try tenting and didn't like it very much. Do you know what I'm doing to my family? Okay. Here's what I'm doing. So like, okay, we're camping. You're making me camp. You want the full experience? Oh, and Guess they're not what? camping at campground people. They're what's called boondocking, which means they'll no. be on uh, wild lands in the middle of Chad nowhere with rattlesnakes. To, like, stop somewhere and camp. And which means you're going to be I, pooping in the open. I bought some bear spray yesterday online. <laughs> um, I don't think you're going where there's bears, but all right. Here's a bunch of bullshit right here, Glenn. So I was like, you know what? I'm not. We're in the post show, right? Yeah, we're in the post show. I can say what I said to my husband. (laughs) I said, just so you know, I am not fucking cooking on a goddamn open flame. That is not how I was trained. That's not how I was raised. That's not one of my special skills that I have. You have to shoot your own squirrels and gut them and clean them. I'm not not doing shit like that. So here's (laughs) what's going to happen. Do you know what I bought from my... Former military husband who still is traumatized by his training that he had to survival training. Okay. This dude had survival training. <laughs> well, he was like, a pilot. He wouldn't have to have survival training, right? Had to jump. Yeah, yeah. He had to jump out of a, a helicopter into the water, swim to shore, survive on a potato for like four <laughs> days. Like this dude has done it all. Okay. And then he's also served overseas in like war zones. Oh, he had to eat goat out of a communal bowl in the middle I, do you know what i bought for for my family you bought a goat mres <laughs> <laughs> Suck yeah. it. he was like those are good for 20 years he's <laughs> like so on day one it looks the same as it does 
20 years later. And I said, yes, my friend. And that is what you are eating. If you're making me get, so then I, I was like, okay, I found one honey. That is a, I got some for breakfast and like, I got some for dinner and, and, and they're not actually like the military ones. They're like, you know, the freeze dried, you add the water. Oh, Jennifer water has tried it. the mountain house ones and really likes them. I, I got a couple mountain house ones. They're good. I was like, babe, do you want this for breakfast? It's egg, sausage, biscuit, all these things. Like, and you put the hot water yeah. in it, and you like eat it as a mush. And he's like, Can I tell you the one thing from pilot training from 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 training that, that I'll never do again? And he's like, I've said, What, baby? And he goes, I'm never ever eating fucking freeze-dried eggs again. <laughs> he's like, Do you know what color they are? They're gray. They are gray. Ray and I'm not eating them. And I was like, okay, so you're going to have the granola with me. Okay, cool. <laughs> Cereal yeah. three times a day. <laughs> yep. I'm like, no, we, I, I got each, one breakfast and one dinner and the rest are motherfucking restaurants. When Jennifer goes overnight, though, for her trail riding thing, she, she gets them out in house. And they're pretty good. They're expensive. Uh, they're expensive. They're like ten dollars like a meal. Ten dollars you know? a piece. Yeah. 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 I'm like, I eat for three dollars at home. You know, like uh, ninety five cents is what it takes me to boil some noodles and put. Well, some the sauce backpackers on. they live off of ramen and they live off of uh, those instant mashed potato packets and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Which I can't do instant mashed potatoes. That's just awful. I can't do it. I, I love not, potatoes. I can't. I love mashed potatoes. I cannot do the instant ones. I can tell the minute if I get them at a restaurant, I don't eat them. I just. I'm not eating. Well, then if you're eating at restaurants that serve those, you need to step up your game. Well, there's been some (laughs) diners over in the past that, you know, they try and say they're real, but you know they're not. You know they're not. No, definitely. Yeah, well, I'm I'm really thinking about you. I think, you know, we have a bathroom, we have an air conditioner, we have a kitchen. I'm going to take mine over yours, to be honest. You're raising my blood pressure right now. (laughs) I cannot believe Chad even suggested this. Do you know how many? What the hell is wrong with him? I know you better than he does, apparently. Lucas is so excited. Mom, can we camp the first night? I'm like, no! (laughs) Shut up! We're not doing this! They're going to be like, this is so comfortable, and I'm going to be sleeping in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> my my family did start our camping career. We belonged to a camping club. And remember, there was four boys, so six of us, and we started in a tent. Now, it was one of those great big tents. It took 16 people to set it up because it was like three rooms, you know. But still, there were six people in a tent, and we camped like that for years. And then we went to a pop-up camper, one of those little pop-up campers, and we sat, slept six people in that. That's how we started camping. So, yeah, I get it. I know exactly what you're going to be doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, you're going to love campground bathrooms. I'm going to say. I am not going to. I would rather poop in a field, Glenn, <laughs> than go to a campground bathroom. Some of them are really nice now. Some are not so nice. Uh, but that's why we bought a camper with a bathroom, so we don't have to use campground bathrooms anymore. It was always the spiders in the shower that got me. That was always mm-hmm. what got me. Yeah. yeah. Good times. Um, am I helping at all? No, 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 you're not. <laughs> and I have to train a new farm sitter because I fired my. Oh, did she ever move out yet? We all. Oh my god, I, you want an update? So, yeah. um, uh, we got don't our, re-explain uh, the story. We, we, for, if you missed that story, then you should be listening more often. Oh, so and there got, she is now at the door. No, that's not her. That's another <laughs> friend. 
that's somebody who's planned. Um, so yeah, I got we got her electric bill, and the electric bill for that tiny house was a hundred and fifty dollars, and that is more than this big house I live in now. A hundred and fifty dollars. So I was like, "What the fuck?" So I went into the house, and I, I, I'm like, "This is my house. I'm just gonna walk in." Oh, you I'll can't. You're the landlord. Yeah. They have the temp, the the air conditioning set at sixty two degrees. What? Yeah. Who How sets it to sixty? That's freezing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bit, uh, oh, let me tell you. So I sent her a text message, and I'm like, I haven't heard back, but I said, just so you know. The utilities are being shut off on August first. <laughs> like August, because I still haven't paid. Right, first. St- still. No, yeah. they haven't paid. Of course not. No, and now they're like, let's see how much we can screw them. Like what? And there's garbage everywhere. They haven't packed one thing. Like it's in, like I. I'm sorry, you know. And that electric, he puts the water into my barn. Ooh. So turning off the electric is a big ass pain, right? Chad's like, I'll fucking haul water. I don't care. I'll haul water. <laughs> He's like, how long do we have to do for like a week? He's like, we can run hoses from the house, from the new well, all the what way down to the What are you going to do if they decide they can live in there without electric? They cannot live in that little monster, little shithole well, without electric. Well, first of all, they won't have water. water either, right? They won't have water or electric or air conditioning, anything. And shit's closing up on August 1st. And did you, and you did, know what? have you notified the electric company to turn it off? No, because I don't really want to turn it off because I don't want to haul water. <laughs> but they don't know that. There is a thing I can shut the water off to their house, but like I just turning the power off is a pain. Anyway, I'm gonna do it. I will do it. Chad's like, I'll I'll haul water. I don't care. Yeah, you have so. a gator, right? You can haul water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will haul water. I cannot believe they're still there. Yeah. How, that are. takes some, some kind of I don't have that fortitude to live on a person's property when they when you know the person hates you. It's just, I was telling um, my friend Larissa, my like original Oklahoma friend who just walked in, that was why the dogs parked. Uh, I was telling her that my, you know, like I was friends with this girl and I have another friend who's kind of screwed me over recently. And I'm just like, I have like three friends and two have screwed me recently. I'm like, I need, my friend bank is very low right now. I need, I need to fill up my friend bank. Let me just so. ask, have we paid you lately? Yeah, I just got checked from you yesterday. Okay, good. We're, we're good. We're tight. We're, we're straight. Okay, good. <laughs> yes, Sorry, your wife check. is continuing to send checks. Don't okay, worry about good, it. Good, good. I never know what's getting paid, so I was, I was, I was thinking. Oh God, have we paid her in the last couple of months? <laughs> good. Glad to hear. Oh, Larissa's walking up. My only friend. Here she comes <laughs> into the house. So, yeah. All right. Well, uh, you have a wonderful week camping. I'm looking for the pictures and the updates as you go. Oh, yeah. Uh, that'll be me fun. Too. I'm so excited. Um, you, can, you, 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 will, you will be getting a couple texts from me checking in <laughs> about yeah. midnight as you're laying awake. <laughs> to the sound of coyotes howling directly outside of my tent. <laughs> She's going to sleep with a bear spray in her hand. Two, I got two bear sprays, Glenn. I'm sitting there. I'm like, I've got them in holsters. I'm ready to draw. <laughs> I don't know why I'm getting so much pleasure out of this. I really find it disturbing okay, that you are. <laughs> I am. I love you, but you, this is going to be stories for a week. You're welcome.